We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big So Joe Show! Oh! Do it again. Oh! There you go. Now you got the echo. Yeah. <laughs> Twist is here. What's up? Yes, we're 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 here this week. Yes. And, and we have going. lights. Yes. We have power. Exponentially better than last week. Thing, things already. are going, yes, things are already going better than last week. <laughs> <laughs> you you were uh you had just texted me that you were on your way. And I'm like, all right, I need to... Not uh, even on the way, like five minutes away. Oh, you were five minutes? All right. And I'm in here, I'm like, just kind of picking up a little bit. And all of a sudden, there's no lights. And I'm like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I go outside, right? And I, I look across the street, and there's this house with, uh, like, Christmas lights on. Yeah, it annoys the shit out of me. But and, I digress. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? And then I, but like, then I start hearing neighbors asking each other, like, if their power was out. Like, oh, okay. So it's not just me. <laughs> and um, then you had gotten here and you're telling me how far this extended, like, from Stevenson up to like. Uh, yeah, it was nuts. It was like six up, blocks. Up to like Casanova. Yeah, it was, it was more than six blocks. Brian said he didn't have power, but when we drove by his house, like, the lights were on at Seneca. So I don't He's know if it was just. Fucking liar. Eh. He just didn't want to come outside. Maybe. <laughs> Because he, well, he did say he was having problems over there, too. I don't know what the problems were. Maybe his power actually was out, but... Who knows? Either way, if he got power back, he got it back before we did, because we didn't get it back until probably, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, I and remember we were fucking halfway home, and you were like, oh, Brian's got power. I was like, well, are we going to turn around, or what? It's like, no, we're fucking halfway to Niagara Falls at this point. There's no fucking point of turning around. Eh, None. So let's just keep going. I didn't have shit to do. If we would have, it would have saved me like 550 bucks. I was say, let's just keep going. And then you're like, hey, do you want to go to Guitar Center? Yeah. yeah I sure. National Grid. And I'm like, I got no money. So sure, let's go. Because <laughs> then I, because I know I ain't going to spend no money. Right. And you're like, $500 later. Yeah. Well, don't tell my wife. That happens. <laughs> Nobody tell Misha. I'm pretty sure she's already found out. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if anybody listens to this show and, and, and knows you and knows your wife, don't don't tell Misha. Nah, she's... Like I said, it was a guitar acquisition weekend. Right. So there was a lot of things coming in the house, and she was just like, whatever. She couldn't keep track. <laughs> yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was telling people at, uh, at my birthday show that uh, when you guys had kidnapped me, yes. I was screaming and Misha wouldn't let me out of the basement. No. <laughs> She uh she doesn't really pay attention. She's one of those people that the uh, face buried in the phone all day long. Okay. And if I ring the doorbell, she won't answer the phone because or won't answer the door because she didn't <laughs> hear me. Yeah. It's, it's our doorbell's loud as shit, but whatever <laughs> is what it is. I guess. This thing is one time I came home when I was still married, and uh, my ex had my keys because she lost hers. Mm. So I was working two jobs. I came home from the one job. I had to go to the other job, and I get home. And I'm knocking on the door, texting her, like, what the fuck? Answer the fucking door. Mm-hmm. I got to get in. I got to I gotta change. I got to get my shit, and I got to go to fucking Niagara Falls and go to work. Right. To my other job. And um, so I walk, walk up to the window, and uh, and my cat, Carrie, who's, who has since passed away, uh, she was sitting in the window. And I said, I said, Carrie, where's Mama? And Carrie turns her head, and she looks towards the back of the house, and then she turns back towards me. 
And she shrugs her shoulders. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I ended up, like, we hadn't changed the locks yet, so we still had, like, a skeleton key on the uh, inside kitchen door. Gotcha. So I was like, hey, do you have a skeleton key? I asked my landlady. And she said, yeah, I have one. Come on up. So I got the skeleton key, and I got in the house and everything. Uh, it turned out my ex was at, like, a funeral or something. Ah, Gotcha. Uh, that apparently she didn't know about until the last minute and didn't bother to text me to tell me she was going to. Um, <laughs> oh, the joys of marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't have to worry about that anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> haven't had to worry about that in almost three years now. You bastard. <laughs> so apparently, this may be the last thing Sojo show because the world is ending. Again. No, the world was supposed to end two nights ago. Oh, apparently there's another countdown. Another countdown? Yeah. Jeez. I just saw we're like fucking five and a half hours away from total implosion. All right, cool. Well, if this is the last thing so Joe show, thanks for listening. We appreciate <laughs> you. Lady <laughs> Miller Moore will be happy. Yes, yeah, well, she already thinks we've had the last thing so Joe show, and she says uh, uh, she actually tweeted out our tweet promoting tonight's show. Uh, but change the word new to old. Ah. And she says uh, Scott Leffler should put something, uh, put a new episode of something and not old episodes of the Think So Joe show. Maybe the Brian Muller and Dan Twist show. Well, we're usually never here at the same time, with uh, which is just more evidence to the fact that we're the same person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What about what, what about uh, what about you and uh, you and Brian running on treadmills to power the studio? That was an idea that was uh, suggested by a listener last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that don't uh, nope. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't run. I stand my ground. <laughs> <laughs> he will stand his ground, and he won't back down. Yeah, maybe if I was one hundred and fifty pounds lighter, I might run if provoked. But no. <laughs> Not happening. Yeah, I uh, I also don't run. That is uh, <laughs> yeah. not. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that wakes up in the morning. He's like, hey, you know what? I really got to go for a run. Yeah, no, I can't do it, man. Like not I tried that. doing the gym thing, and that didn't work for me either. I actually was pretty uh, pretty steady in the gym, and then I closed my gym down. And I've since had a uh, a Planet Fitness membership for like three years, and have yet to set foot in the door again because I just I don't like the gym. I uh well I I didn't like Planet Fitness either I I was there for uh, my my ex had a membership and she yeah. had the membership where you could bring a guest and mm. of course she brought me and I'm just like I don't really feel like doing this shit there. so I'm standing on the fucking treadmills and she's doing all the other fucking benefits that you get with the Planet Fitness right. membership like doing the tanning booth and all that shit sure. I'm like fuck this no we had a we had and a, I haven't been back since we had a gym that uh, closed down a couple years ago. Uh, in Niagara Falls, which I, I loved. It was Summit Fitness. You know, I went in there at 7 o'clock at night, and it was, like, me and four of the dudes that had the run of the gym, you know, because nobody else showed up at that time. And it was perfect. And I walked into Planet Fitness the one day after I signed up, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do this again, waiting for fucking machines. And I was like, nope, fuck this shit. So <laughs> I went to, well, I, I was at the, uh, I was at the BAC when it was still, like, you know, they had a bunch of locations, and you yeah. could go before they switched over to being a LA Fitness. Right. And you know, we got the uh, personal trainer and everything. Your personal trainer was cool as shit. Um, and you know, so I was going there, you know, three, four times a week. Mm -hmm. You know, I was feeling good about myself, and then 
uh, they're like, well, we're in, we're in L.A. fitness now. And I'm like, yeah, you guys can cancel my membership. Right. And, it, you know, it, it didn't help that it was wintertime. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going out. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Laura Morris says she went to the gym today. Calls us lazy. No, I'm not lazy. I <laughs> We're not lazy. We're just fat. N- not even that. I just I fucking <laughs> bust my ass at work. That's, That's true, it's too. It's better than you any do. goddamn gym you'll ever have. That is true. You do that. <laughs> it's a fucking heavy steel shop, man. It'll, it'll kick your ass in a hurry. I am lazy. I That's partly why I quit Kmart, other than the fact that they were <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I was. it sounded just like a clusterfuck. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, you know what? If I'm going to do all this fucking work, I want it to at least be, you know, done efficiently. Right. <laughs> I don't mind putting in some work, but fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it sounded bad from the jump. Been putting on work on this uh, upcoming event for all Western New York radio. Let's, I have heard sprinklings of let's, tidbits uh, of information. We're, we're, we're going to trickle out some information throughout the show. Uh, that we are doing a show uh, called All WNY Saves Christmas, and that's at the Attic at Mr. Good Bar on Saturday, uh, December 16th at 8 p.m. It is free with a new toy donation or $5.00. Uh, you do have to be 21 and over to attend this show or perform on this show or be anywhere in the vicinity of this show, apparently. And if because... you perform there before, you still have to be able to apparently prove you're over 21. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we, we actually... Uh, and I, and I, I sincerely hope she takes this as a compliment because one of our artists that is performing on the show uh, who has performed at Good Bar before, uh, I was asked if she is over 21 uh, and that is the uber-talented Mindy Davy, mm-hmm. who uh, just last week, she was in Cincinnati. She had won the uh, America's Got Talent front-of-the-line competition and was in Cincinnati to audition for America's Got Talent. Oh, shit. Good so, for her. Uh, yeah, we're, we're pleased to have her on the show. That's uh, that's the first big announcement right now is Mindy Davy is part of that show. Uh, we've got three bands confirmed. And we're we're waiting on one more, so we're gonna we'll we'll announce the three bands today. And if we get the other one uh, by the end of the show, then maybe we'll uh, you know drop them too. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and we're we're calling it all WNY saves Christmas. And I know, like you know, without any context, that just sounds like uh, kind of a uh, egotistical kind of uh, thing to say. <laughs> um, we are donating everything to charity. We're, we're Hoping to, uh, you know, help out some kids around the holidays. Uh, ooh. And uh, actually, I just got an email from one of the bands, so uh, I got to figure out uh, what fucking time we're going to put them on. So, <laughs> uh, But I'll get back to them during the song break when that comes up, because you, be you guys don't want to hear me typing. Be professional, Joseph. Be professional, yes. Uh, no, so, it's good though. I mean, you guys are donating everything to charity. Everything's going to charity. We're going to make sure we're we're going to try and help out some kids for Christmas, man. Hell that's yeah. it's all about the children's. Uh, which is which uh, is what attracted uh, our host and inspired how we're how we are going to save Christmas. Oh, do tell. Uh, and and our host is going to be the Reverend Arlo Price. Outstanding. Yes, he uh, he contacted me right away, and he said, uh, you know, he wanted to be a part of it. He's gonna. We're, we're going to. If you see the event uh, description, uh, it is a rogue Santa Claus is stealing Christmas, 
and it's up to all Western New York radio and these four bands to to uh, steal it back and Please save Christmas. Please tell me that there's going to be some lightning bolts coming out of guitars, like in Kiss Saves Christmas. That that would be awesome, but I, I I don't think so. <laughs> some sort of dragon thing. I, I don't think Good Bar would approve of Santa, that. Santa, <laughs> everybody knows dragons can't stand the screech of a guitar. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, the the Reverend. Arlo Price will be uh, portraying our evil Santa Claus, and that's uh, wow. awesome of him to volunteer his services. Uh, oh, yeah. He was he was the first person to contact me and say, "Hey, you know, I want in." So, uh, evil clown with a good heart. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm very uh, very excited for this show. It's a it's a last minute thing. We we usually don't like to do last minute things. I'm booked like into June. You, I see that. You, you've you've got yeah. the piece of paper right in front of you. I saw with your it. little scribbles there. Yeah, you've got the piece of paper right in front of you. I, I've even got ideas for two July shows. I was noticing um, that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you you know I like to book well in advance, but uh, this uh, opportunity presented itself, and uh, Karina DeFabio and I are uh, working really hard to put this together for you and, uh, and, and make it a, a very, uh, uh, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully, a uh, very charitable event. Hopefully, we'll raise some money. Hopefully, we'll get some uh, new toys donated. Uh, I mean, you know, it is free with the new toy donation. So, this new unwrapped toys, you just got it from the store. Or, you know, you pulled it off your shelf because you have unwrapped toys on your shelf because you're a dork like me. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> no judgment at the show. Just, you know, putting it out there. Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... um you know, but but yeah, I mean, you can you donate the toy at the door, and then if you still want to throw in money, that's cool too. You know what I mean? And uh, and we're working on uh, what we're uh, going to be donating for, and uh, I'm just waiting to get all that information, and we're going to throw that on the on the event page, and uh, if we can fit if we can fit it on the flyer, we're going to fit it on the flyer. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it speaks to you and Karina and uh, the scene itself that you know, like you said, it was a last minute thing, and it, it's come together within the past few days. It 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 really you know? has. It was uh, I think. Um, it was Monday. Yeah. I think I went to bed. Uh, I went to bed at like three 30 and I set my alarm for seven 30 and I woke up at five 30 to an email, uh, to a text. Uh, and, and, and I was telling you before we went on the air, mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't know this number, <laughs> but it was like, you know, December 16th is available. If you guys, if you guys want it. And I texted back like, uh, is this about good bar? <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, you know, so-and-so from Good Bar. And uh, like, okay, cool. Like, yes, we'll take it. And I I contacted Karina right away and I said, we've got the venue. Let's make this thing happen. And uh, we've we've been very fortunate that bands have been uh, very receptive to playing. We've had, you know, we've had a few that weren't able to do it on such short notice or just uh, aren't doing anything at the moment and, and, uh, you know... uh, won't be able to perform at this show, but uh, we're you know very grateful to be asked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I you know I really appreciate all the bands and everybody that uh, we've reached out to and all the bands that have uh, accepted. And uh, you know it, it's it, it's looking to be a good show. You've seen uh, you've seen the uh, temporary flyer with two of the uh, mm-hmm. confirmed acts. Sure. Have. So you know uh, what announcements are coming up later on in the show. I got. Secrets. You got the secrets, man. It's gonna be a good night, and I'll tell you that. And uh, and and I will talk uh, in the next segment about uh, one of the other acts because I had just seen them uh, last week, mm-hmm. and and we will uh, 
we'll talk about their show. <laughs> uh, I was telling you a little bit about that, too. Yeah. That's that's what the laugh is about. <laughs> sounded like it. Uh, sounded like it was quite the uh, the event. It was a, it was quite the event, yes. So, how's yep. things with you? There's just there are things, man. You know, just working my ass off. Busy with the band. Busy with work. Busy with the house. Show up here. You don't have power. We end up driving back. Fucking Guitar Center. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure I'm gonna send a bill to National Grid for like five hundred and fifty bucks. I, I, I think I I think you should. I think so too. I think you should. I would have been then. safe here. Guitar Center would not have been in my mind. You you would not. He definitely would not have gone to Guitar Center because Guitar Center would have been closing up as he was leaving. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. It just it happened to be that moment in time where we were passing the Sheridan Road exit, and I was like, hey. We should go to Guitar Center. We had so much time to kill, too, so it's just like... We did. Like, hey, do you want to go to... Like, sure. Right. Like, I got no money, so yeah, I'm safe. I'm not going to spend nothing. <laughs> we'll go see the new Shinies. Yeah. And then you're pointing out all these guitars, like the, the Les Paul Silverburst, the yeah. Les Paul Flat Black, and I'm like... Right. <laughs> if I had money... Oh, we could have had them all that day, but I... No. I'm, I'm just like, if I had money, I would be killing you right now. Right. <laughs> there is Because uh, those are guitars that I have been yeah. eyeballing in the past. Yep. And, and and the other thing stopping me from buying guitars right now, besides being flat broke, is... Uh, I, I What the fuck am I... What the fuck do I need guitars for? <laughs> I'm not playing in a band. I'm not doing anything. I've already got, you know... Three electrics, well, a bass, and two acoustics. Member of uh, XM Priory. I am the unofficial fifth member of XM Priory. I uh, well, I mean, you are on stage. I guess I, it's official now. I did perform with you guys, and yeah. uh, and I have talked about performing with you guys again in the future. So yeah, yeah. You're the uh, you're the official part time fifth member, right? Because I'm not going to be at the next show. I'm, it's just like yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next guy, what was the next couple of shows, or you just have the one between now and uh, New Year's? Uh, no, a couple. We couple. have uh, this Friday, we'll be at Evening Star opening for God's Children with alongside our buddies in Tokyo Monster. And on uh, December 16th, we're in Lockport uh, at the Niagara with Fire Sex. Cool. Yeah. But uh, and, and all far enough away from Buffalo where I can still be like, yeah, they're still going to draw in Buffalo, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I hope every time we play, man, and every time I get uh I get thoroughly impressed with our little thing we got going on. It's a good time. Absolutely, man. And if anybody out there is listening, they haven't seen XM Priory, I don't know what's wrong with you, but uh it's okay. always a good time with XM Priory. With that. <laughs> it's always a good it's always a good time with XM Priory. I never get sick of you guys. Yes. It's only reason I'm not going to your next two shows is because, like, I'm not going all the way the fuck to Niagara County. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that, that, well, that that happens a lot, you know. It's it's why I actually I did that last weekend. I, was, yeah. I did that last weekend, but only because somebody else was paying to go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, it's it's actually why we draw. You know, why we'll sell stamps out all the time is because we. Uh, it's like that center line between Erie and Niagara County. For whatever reason, there's that line that people don't want to cross. But uh, no, it'll be good. And I mean, uh. December 16th, obviously, you've got your own show going on. I don't want to talk too much about ours. Well, but, you uh, can, because you're on this show, and you're part of all Western New York radio. Well, and you, yeah, but still. Yeah. I mean, it'll be the first time that we're playing out in Lockport, so it'll be a new experience for us. But, uh, 
we got our buddies in Virus X, who we've become pretty tight with since Punk's in the yard earlier this year. So that'll be a good time, and it's just the two of us. So, just the two of us. And now I gotta try and fill airspace because Joe's texting. <laughs> I I was I don't know what to talk about. I was responding to the band, and I was listening to you, and I finished responding to the band. So we're, we're no no no, we're you're good. good. No, we're good. No, yeah. we're good. I finished responding that they wanted to know uh, what times I had available for the show, and uh, that's that's gonna be. Uh, where their decision lies and if they're going to be able to to participate or not. You know, we ask that shit all the time, and I'm still waiting for somebody who's putting together a show just being like, I don't know, man, you're going to throw your names in a hat, and first one to get pulled gets first spot. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it, I always go into these things with some semblance of, like, what time I want a band to play. Yeah. Uh, and I end up... With, like, there's a plane flying overhead. That's why I'm kind of like, <laughs> I can hear it in the background. Anyway, I can hear it in my headphones. Ah, yeah, um, I don't have those. But I, I always go into these things with a, some kind of semblance of, like, okay, I, this is the order I want. Mm -hmm. And then, inevitably, somebody goes, well, you know, we need to take this time slot because we have to work or we have to do this, we have to do that. Um and so a lot of the time it doesn't work out the way I intend. Uh, and, you know, which is cool. You know, life, life is more important than playing rock star. If right. you know, if you, you know, you, you got to pay bills, yeah. you got to pay rent, <laughs> you got to pay your rent. You got to, you know, spend time with your family, whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? Life is more, life is more important to me than playing rock star. Right. So, you know, I, I, I don't, get upset when a band says I need this certain spot when I've already been like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just a matter of, okay, this is what we're going to do, but you know, now we have to do something else, you know? Um, and I have to let the other bands know, okay, now we need to figure something else out and still yeah. make it work. So, you know, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, especially with the, the shows that we've been on, you know, everybody's been um, understanding to it. Sure. Know? And even the the shows that my band hasn't been a part of that I've come to see that you guys have put on, you know, the, there's still a, a flow to the evening that works well. Right. You know. We always been, it, it always seems to work out. Because it always seems to be like, you know, where there's like two bands that need to go together. Mm -hmm. And we can put those bands together. And then the other bands can go wherever, you know, wherever they end up. Yeah. Um, like... You know, we when we had you guys with uh, with Dreadnecks a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. the entire thing was built around you guys, Dreadnecks, and originally the Long Cold Dark. Yeah. Uh, Drew is uh, very much enjoying his vacation in Thailand right now. I've been by seeing the, way. the, uh, the photos. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and, and that was the original plan was like, you know, Titans Collide and XM Priory is going to jump in on this feud with the Dreadnecks and the Long Cold Dark. Well, and, uh, more so Nick. But... Nick, yes, Nick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As soon as he seen that with Drew and Grant, he was like, "Dude, I gotta do that. We gotta somehow. We gotta get into that." And I was like, "Whatever, dude. That's all you, man. I don't know shit about." Oh, this is, this is our first show since that show. Yeah, because we last week would have been that. Yep. That so we haven't even talked about this on the. So no. I, uh, I was kidnapped by XM Priory the night before my birthday party. Well, yeah, we'll go with that, but it, it didn't work out too well. It didn't work out too well because I was rescued by the Dreadnecks the next morning. Yeah. I was in Dan's basement. His wife didn't hear me yelling. No. <laughs> she said she thought it was the neighbors. I do have some pretty loud neighbors. Yeah. 
So, but um, yeah. So I I, uh, I I escaped with help of the Dreadnecks. Uh, so all through the show, you know, the XM Priory's giving me the cold shoulder and they're like, fuck you, man. How the fuck did you escape? And yeah, it's true. And, uh, I still think Grant put something in the water. So, well, I, I, I'm not going to reveal Grant's secrets. <laughs> so I, uh, Nick calls me out and I go up on stage and, uh, you know, Nick's like, you're either with us or you're against us. And, uh. Dude, you threw me the fuck off, okay? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I get up on stage, Dan takes my hat off of my head and puts another hat on my head. And I'm like, what the fuck well, just we, happened? Uh, before we decided to give you your birthday present on stage from the band, right. Leffler had given me that black hat. Sure. You know, and he goes, when Joe gets on stage, hide this, and then knock his hat off and put this on his head. <laughs> which was an all-Western New York radio hat. Right. It just happened to be black, because I think you were wearing a... Black Niners hat. No, I was wearing a black all Western New York radio. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd, either way, it was going to be a new all Western New York radio hat. And then we had decided that we were going to give you one of our ex and Priory beanies for your birthday, but I didn't realize Nick was going to slap it on your head. So yeah, I took your old hat off, put your new hat on, and then not two minutes later, Nick threw that off the stage and put the beanie well, I, on. I went head. in with like no idea of what exactly was going to happen. That's the, I every just, time we take the stage. It was just basic. It was basically like, how are we going to get from you guys kidnapped me last night to I'm playing a song with you? Yeah. Like, so, um, you know, and we went with the whole like Dreadnecks, Dreadnecks rescued me. And I come up on stage and, you know, Nick's giving me the whole spiel of like, you're with us or against us. You swap hats and you see this video of uh, that, that Scott had uh, done a live video for me uh, with my phone. And I, you take the hat off my head, you put the other one on, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is on my head. So I take the hat <laughs> off, look at the hat, put it back on, and then Nick's like, you're either with us or against us, and then hands me the XM Priory hat. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, now this, like, just the whole hat swap <laughs> earlier didn't make any fucking sense now. Yeah, that, that's pretty I, much what happens every time we take the stage, because uh, we have a, a basic plan of attack. Sure. And and as a wrestling fan, I knew exactly what Nick's angle was with the with the XM Priory hat, but I'm yeah. like, the, this just random hat swap right before well, that. See, that's was... the whole thing, because like I said, there was the basic plan of attack, but then Nick gets into stage Nick mode, and a lot of his thoughts aren't conveyed to the rest of us. Sure. So, you know, <laughs> Understandable. Which I guess kind of bodes well to us as a group, because we just kind of roll with it and don't drop a beat, but, right. you know, that happens a lot. <laughs> extended choruses through songs and shit <laughs> when i was when i was practicing with you guys we, we get to that one bridge part and i'm just playing it and nick doesn't come in with vocals and i'm like well fuck so right. i start singing it like off the mic mm -hmm. and we go into the, like the next part and then nick gets on the mic and starts singing like no dude <laughs> Like, I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, though, I mean, with uh, the week that the five of us got together, it, it did a pretty good job. I, I think. I mean, it's your song, so. Hey, I I really, uh, like, you picked it up right away. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Nick put his own twist on how the, uh, how the vocals went, yeah. uh, which was exactly what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, you know, don't sing it like me, sing it like you. Right. Because nobody wants to hear anybody sing like me. <laughs> uh, 
Well, see, originally when we had talked about this, I thought that's what was going on. We were going to be the backing band and you were going to be the vocalist. And then when you showed up to practice and what happened happened, I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll roll with this then. I had, well, I had mentioned to Nick after, uh, fuck, after the Good Bar show. Uh, because Luke and Anth started playing the song, mm-hmm. be, like before you guys did sound check or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we're doing that at my birthday show. And they're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Nick about it. And I said, dude, I want you to sing though. So I sent him the, I sent him the song. I sent him the lyrics. I said, this is, you know, you know, this is the song. This is what we're going to do. And I'll, you know, I'll just take a guitar and I'll play the guitar because nobody wants to hear me fucking sing. <laughs> And I made, you know, I made the decision to do the uh, the backing vocals, mm-hmm. uh, the the old Heather Meir vocals from uh, the original. Uh, and uh, I was talking to Luke, and Luke's like, I don't think Nick remembers that conversation. It, none of us did actually. I remember vaguely the idea was put into perspective, but it was like never talked about again. And then all of a sudden, it was like two weeks before the show, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Okay. Well, the, the, uh, Brian and I were going to go at the same time because yeah. Brian was going to do a song with you guys too. Yep. Uh, but he ended up having to work, which you know he let me know ahead of time. I'm like, dude, no, make money. Right. Which I think Karina worked uh, with him that night, and she had said the same thing. And I'm like, no, go make money. Yeah. Don't 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 fucking come do this shit. Go go make money. Mm-hmm. I don't get like. I'll see you some other time. You don't need to be at my birthday show just because it's my birthday show. It's but just it's a your show. Birthday, Joe. <laughs> it's it, to me, it's a show, right? You know, like no, yes, it, yes, it happens to be a show that we're doing for my birthday, right? But uh, you know, it's it's just a show. Don't worry about it. Go make money. You know, get you get get paid. No, it was a really good time, but we will it have was. A, a little. A little surprise with Muller later on in the year, and another surprise with you. Yes, yes, yes. We're working on that. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be fun. Now I gotta find music from our first band because I didn't bother to do that yet. <laughs> now, see, you had the whole. I did. I did. I did. But I. Uh, yeah. God damn it, Joseph. You know me. I wait till the last minute to do everything. That's why I, I showed up to. That's why I showed up to XM Priory practice a week before we're doing a thing on this. <laughs> Like, literally, I had two practices. I got a text. And I heard the full song two days prior to that. Oh, this is going to be fun. I. <laughs> oh, what did you do? No, this is going to be fun because the band the band has such a generic name. Oh, look, oh. I found them already. Oh, <laughs> That's convenient. Things are already looking up. That's convenient when a band with a very uh, generic kind of name is... Uh, right. You're able to find them. Uh, this is a band from Buffalo. Uh, I've actually got them coming up on a show, uh, in May. <laughs> uh, yes, in May, I have May. this band booked on a show. Uh, and, uh, I keep saying the word this, which is appropriate because that's the name of the band. Yeah. This is this on all WNY radio, a song called Bitter. Back in a minute. Whatever the song plays, here it comes. It says it's playing. Hmm. Hmm. It says it's playing. Are we starting this shit again? <laughs> I guess so. It's it's anything that has to do with XM Priory, there's problems. I'm telling you, man. I don't get it. Alright, I see what the problem is. <laughs> it's my fault. Oh shit. <laughs> 
So you're trying to blame me. It is my fault. Unmute tab. Oh, yeah. That'll probably help. That will help. All right. This is this song called Bitter on all WNY radio. The Think So Joe Show. And here we go. Here it is.
this on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe show. Yes. I've got them coming up in, in May at a show. I, I'm booked into June. I've actually had the pleasure of seeing them twice live and playing with them once. I, and I, uh, it just astonishes me how a three-piece with two bass players and a drummer oh yeah. can sound the way they sound. Oh, yeah. I uh, I caught them... Uh, I did a Think So Joe show. I played them on the show mm-hmm. and went to Mohawk immediately after the show. This was like the first week that I had stopped working. Uh, I went to Mohawk and it was... Uh, I think the Hovelists were on the show. I think Arcadia. Uh, this... And I think there was a show where there was a band from, like, West Virginia or something, and, like, literally I was the only person there that wasn't in one of the bands mm-hmm. or with one of the bands. Right. Um, because it was a Wednesday night, and who the fuck goes to shows on Wednesday nights? Yeah. So, you know, and and they were just awesome. Yeah, they are really, really from. I, I only caught, like, their last two songs, but they, they I thought they did really, really well. So, uh... Oh, there goes my volume. Yay! What do you do? I'm back. No? Hello, hello, hello. I hate this board. There I am. There I am. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, so I I just wrote down, like, the... uh, And there's my volume again. It's gone. (laughs) You gotta get one of those, like, cans of contact cleaner or something. Yeah, Brian said the same thing. Spraying the board down. Brian said the same thing. Okay, I think we're good now. Uh, Yeah, I just... I wanted to... I, I... During the song, I typed up all the dates that we have booked... There's a lot uh, of them in. There are. There's uh, December 16th. That's Good Bar. That's uh, We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a second. Uh, we've got New Year's Eve. I don't know anything about that. Oh, we've got New I'll, I'll tell you about that. We've got New Year's Eve. That one's at Stamps. That is Billy Draws 2. Ah, there's my volume again. Oh, All right. No. Billy Draws 2, XM Priory, uh, Breaking Solace, and Tokyo Monsters. Well, goddamn. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one, man. Hell yeah. Uh, I got February 10th. Uh, that one is going to be at Stamps. Should I reveal a band? I think you should. I think I'm going to reveal a band. February 10th at Stamps. We've got the Dreadnecks. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> a couple other bands are also confirmed for that show, but uh, we're uh, Scarecrow show is going to be on that one, too. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. And... Uh, Eh, screw it. THC from Rochester. Absolutely. They're also confirmed for that show. So, there you go. Random show announcement. That's gonna be one hell of a night. Random show. Hell, let's announce some shows. Let's let's go through and announce some shows. Let's Why just not? Do it. We're we're at this point. Let the dice roll, Joe. We're at this point. March thirty first, Mohawk Place. That is the all WNY Radio uh, anniversary show with the Kennedy Carpool. Oh shit. Yeah, and we're working on confirming some other bands right now. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, what do we got? We got 414 Cardboard Homestead we've got. Uh, that's at uh, it's April 14th at Tudor Lounge. Uh, who the hell else is confirmed on that? Cardboard Homestead and uh, The Clockers are confirmed on that one. Very nice. That's going to be a good one. Uh, and then we've got uh, May 19th, This of Night and Light. Archers, and Inherent Vice. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's my mommy's birthday, but I think I might have to come out and see Yeah. Her. I might bring my mom. I'll say, bring your mom. There you go. Your mom will enjoy that. She will. She and like, uh, She likes Inherent Vice. I've played some of Night and Light for her. She liked that. Yeah. 
And we'll uh, we'll officially announce this one too, June first at Nietzsche's. Nietzsche's. Uh, with Yellow Sauce, Janie Crash and the Tall Man, Billy Draws Two, and The Lady or the Tiger. Which one is it? I don't know. You have to come and find out. All right. June first at Nietzsche's. Jeez, I just I, I just looked and and saw my inbox just went from like zero to three. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I I, uh, I just got my last band for 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 the uh, December sixteen show. You're a you're a busy man. There. I am a busy man. So I guess we can throughout the course of the rest of the show announce the rest. Announce that. Announce one. the rest of the bands. Yes. This is gonna bug me. Talk for a second, will you? I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not here to talk. This is not what I signed up for. What the you, fuck you work for a talk for? show. I work. I work for a talk show. Yeah, you you volunteer for a talk show. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, apparently, uh, well, I forgot just what the fuck I was gonna say. See how that happened. So I I went to a show uh, last Saturday. I was not planning on leaving my house this weekend. Was not. I'm like, nope, you're not getting me out. Uh, and then Karina says, let's go see Wave the Flag. I'm off on Saturday. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking going out. I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> that did not apparently unplugging it and plugging it back in did not work. Anyway, it really doesn't. Uh, it does sometimes with this board. Do I don't you, know. Do you have a different channel available? Yeah, I could probably do that. I think you should probably do that. I might do that. Yeah. So anyway, Karina goes, uh, you know, come to the show. I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving the fucking house. And. Um, so then she goes, uh, so then the next day I woke up and I wasn't feeling very well when I woke up. So, I, and I woke up at three o'clock in the fucking morning and I'm just sitting around and I'm playing video games and I'm like, you know what? And I started to feel better. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go sure. because, because you know, like when you go to something by yourself, you can easily talk yourself out of going. Yes. You know what I mean? So I figure I'm going to go. Cause I, I think if, if I don't go, Karina is going to somehow talk herself out of going and uh, and she wanted to see the band Wave the Flag, which is uh, Gus Walters from Dirty Smile. It's uh, Mario Nobilio, formerly yes, of STEM and, and several other bands. Uh, Robert Helms is the uh, drummer. A, uh, Dennis Clifton is the vocalist. A super group, you could kind of say. Essentially, yes. An acoustic punk band. Uh, I, I went to the show. Grace Logan opened the show uh, with her drummer jo- uh, Josh, and they were going by the name Grosh. Uh, Megan Brown showed up and did a song with them. Nice. So it's like, and I posted on Facebook. I said, wait, I get to see Grace Logan and I get to see Megan Brown. Guys, my birthday was last week. Right. And um, so uh, Wave the Flag takes the stage. And uh, first song in, Dennis is on the ground, like uh, like laying on the stage, singing still. He just wanted to take a nap. He's laying on the ground and it's like, what the hell happened? Is this part of the show, you know? <laughs> uh, and and he attempts to get up and cannot. And, uh, you know, the, this one lady in the crowd hands her uh, hands him her cane. So <laughs> she's walking by me. She's like, I'll get it from him later, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, so he's walking around with his cane, and he's, you know, they grab a chair and all this stuff. And he finishes the set, and it just, oh, my God, these guys are fucking incredible. From what I've seen on Facebook, I actually am kind of pissed at my wife that we weren't able to go have the show. Half the people, and they're selling their t-shirts for 20 bucks. Yeah. Half the people in the in the venue are wearing Wave the Flag t-shirts. Nice. I bought one. 
Hell yeah, man. I don't spend money on... Uh, on I, I don't spend a lot of money on band merch. Like, I'll spend 10 bucks on a t-shirt. 20, right. I think, is, you know, not usually something I'll spend, but I spent the 20 bucks, man. They no, were that good. Had I been there, I would have bought one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, had I been there and they would have had it in fat guy size... This is true. I would have bought one. So you had, uh, you had me... Uh, and you had uh, you had Nick Lucido, and we're both standing around like throwing money at Mario, who's looking for <laughs> t-shirts. Uh, and Mario's like, "You're looking for XL," and he shows me the t-shirt. He shows me the tag, and the tag says, uh, "Ladies, extra large." I'm like, "Dude, nice. no!" Like the Dreadnecks have already pulled that shit on me. No, find me a men's one. <laughs> so he's digging around looking for the men's one, and Nick's like, "Hey, Mario, you got a large in there?" And throws a you know. <laughs> Just kind of throws twenty bucks at Mario, like quite literally. Well, I mean, uh, Mario's the kind of guy you just want to throw money at to begin with. Yeah. Oh my God. How? How? Just what an incredible, uh, just the sheer amount of talent on that stage, and what a what a show, what a performance, and uh, even and, and I can't imagine. You know, how good they would be if Dennis wasn't in a severe amount of pain from having torn ligaments in his knee. Yeah, that's uh, that's the very definition of the show must go on. Yeah, I mean, I was I was at Karina's house later in the night and it, I saw him post uh, his uh, his he changed his profile picture to him in a wheelchair in the hospital with an ice pack on his knee. Jesus and he said he, he like pulled or torn ligaments in his knee uh, during the show and finished the fucking show. That's uh that's like a big fear of mine being a dude of my size. Yeah. Moving around the way we do when we have And Dennis is a big stage. dude too. Yeah. Like actually I'm not to uh like kill your ego or anything, but I'm kinda glad that you're not the official fifth member of X and Priory, because in Mohawk, it got a little tight with another. Oh, I I absolutely <laughs> agree. I was trying to star it would have been cool. Yeah. You know, I was trying trying try to give you a little room. Oh, I, I knew like but I had to be in front of you because I was yeah. using your mic to do backup well, vocals. That, man. I, you know, I asked Scott after. I it said, was your fucking thing, man." I asked Scott after. I said, "Dude, how'd it go? How how'd it sound?" And he says, "Well, you know, it was going really well, and then you sang." Oh, <laughs> watching it back, and and you guys posted with the like the the board audio. Uh, listening it back, I I think I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I did awful. Yeah, you know, good, if I would have sang the whole song, it would have been terrible. But doing yeah. the backup vocals was fine. No, but I mean, that's, um, that was your thing. I wanted you to have the fucking spotlight. You know, it was your birthday party, your fucking thing. Yeah, I got to be up there with uh, former bandmates yeah. of mine, Anthony and Luke, and just you know, and two of my best friends, and you and right. Nick, and just. You know that just made it, that just made my whole fucking weekend, I mean, man. Even, even on a big stage with just the four of us, sometimes it's not enough. For oh, I I, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, man. I know it. But yeah, I mean, uh, but pulling shit like that is that is a big fear of mine. Like especially if I go to jump off a drum riser or something, be like I'm gonna land wrong and I'm gonna die here. But I'm telling you, man, wave the flag are just incredible, and they were they were giving their EP out for free uh, when you walk. Right when you walk in the door, nice. you know, Gus is standing there like, here's your CD, here's a shit ton of stickers, nice. you know, <laughs> and then you buy the t-shirt, and, you know, everybody, like, half the fucking venue is wearing Wave the Flag t-shirts, Very nice. and just, uh, oh my god, what an incredible performance, and if you missed it, shame on you, I'm but, sorry, man. but, but, and this doesn't apply to you, because I know you're busy, but, you get an, you get an extra chance to see Wave the Flag this year. You, you, know. you, you do, and that is 
December 16th God, as all WNY r- saves Christmas. Uh, yeah, they were uh, they were one of the first acts to jump on, and they're uh, they're officially on the flyer that you saw. Yep. Uh, we confirmed two bands today, so we're um, <laughs> so we're uh, I guess I'm finishing that tonight and releasing it tomorrow, and we'll talk about the other bands later. But wave the flag, unbelievable acoustic punk act. Just I mean, like, and if you didn't know they were an acoustic band, you you wouldn't know they were an acoustic band, right? Because they're just up there and. Their guitar player is just shredding on these solos and uh, unbelievable. And, well, and, even that uh, the uh, first single they released on Facebook, uh, Black Mirror, yeah, that's phenomenal, dude. It's not at all what I expected, but I was very pleasantly surprised. And just from watching, I do believe that Dennis may be a classically trained singer because, yeah, I mean he was, you know, spot on. Mm-hmm. And you know, Gus is doing the backup vocals, and you know, actually they were all doing backup vocals except for uh, Rob. And, uh, you know, I've known those guys for years, man. Rob and Mario, they were back in a band called Syrian Geometry back when I was playing. Ah, I remember that. Yeah, that was years ago. That was that was a great band, too. I And I'm still friends with those guys to this day. I actually, uh, on, my, on one of my computers here, I have a file of me uh, doing a voiceover of one of their songs. <laughs> because I was listening to it, and I'm like, you know, I'd really like to do a voiceover of this song, uh... Please tell me it's Captain Kirk-esque. Uh, no. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe a little. Uh, but I, I did it. Uh, it was... Fuck, I can't think of the name of the song. But I was listening to the song. I'm like, I really want to do a voiceover of this. And, and Danny sent me over the lyrics. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck. All right, let me do this now. And he gave me full permission to do whatever the fuck I wanted with the song. So nice. maybe one of these days I'll release that. There you go. Uh, because it was like... Just because it's like... And... It, it's about infomercials and shit, so it was like, okay, let me let me do this. <laughs> no, I had uh, absolutely full intention on showing up to the uh, Wag the Flav. Yeah, wave the flag. Wag the Flav. Wag the Flav. Wag the Flav. That's my new band. <laughs> no, full intention. I ended up getting my dates mixed up. We, uh, My wife and I went to go see a, a friend of ours in a play. She was playing um, one of the backup dancers in a play Pippin at the uh, right. end trip. Sure. So we went over there to see okay. that. But, uh, yeah, had full intention on going to see We Had the Flag. I was so fucking stoked about it. Nick and I were supposed to show up. And, uh, yeah, got my dates mixed up. I was like, son of a bitch. So now I got to wait till when? After this year, I think, to see uh, yeah. them. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I don't know if they're doing any more uh, besides the one they're doing with us. Uh, which, you know, thank those guys. Thank, a big thank you to those guys for jumping on this show. We, you know, we, it, it's... It's amazing how some of these shows just come together so quickly. Absolutely. Uh, like like the the May and June shows that I that I just announced. Um, like, I posted a status: who wants who wants in on these shows? And people were like, you know, bands were like, well, you know, we want we want in on these certain dates. And it's like, okay, cool, you know. And I'm like, let me put together a show uh, that's gonna work, that everybody's gonna gel well together, and it, and it it's gonna be a good show and I, I've even you've seen I've got two shows that I want to possibly do uh, for July mm-hmm. which one is just like all punk bands and one is all metal bands and uh, just amazing how quickly these are able to come together and, and especially this one in particular because we had less than a month's notice yeah. and managed to put the whole thing together in two days well I mean it's, it's kind of it kind of puts a 
little fucking tickle finger in your ass too, because obviously you're doing something well that these fans <laughs> want to play with you in all Western New York radio. So, and uh, I can attest to the fact that we've played on a bunch of all Western New York radio shows. It's always a good time. Yeah. And uh, things are done well. Yes. With all Western New York radio. We do our best. So. We do our best. Even when things go wrong, we try to write them the best we can. And yeah. uh, No, it, it's it's good because you guys are diplomatic in the way you do everything. Absolutely. You know, and it's everybody gets a say, everybody gets a fair chance. And uh, it, that doesn't always happen with other folks. And for the most part, everybody gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> depending on uh, d- depending on how much money is, is made. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously uh, you know. the band's got to work for it too, but, yeah. you know, I mean, you... you Try to at least give the band something of what comes in the door. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, shout out to Mohawk Place. I, I got to give a shout out to Mohawk Place. They, <laughs> they, uh, you know, we walked in with full intent of like, okay, we have to pay them a certain amount of money and yep. then we'll pay the bands with what's left. And Mohawk uh, just, when I went, when I asked like, how much do I owe you guys? She says, let me go find out. She comes back and she says, he says, happy birthday, show's on me, you know, and, and you know, Fuck have yeah, a, you know, happy birthday. Like, yeah, that's okay, that, that's fucking awesome. That's really cool. And let me, uh, you know, that means I get to pay the bands more. Right. Which, Which I'm again, always, from coming from you who put the show on, saving a little bit of money there and then paying the bands on the back end even more. Yeah. Kudos to you, sir. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I, I, I do not want to get paid more than the bands are getting paid. I want to get paid, but I don't want to get paid more than the bands are getting paid. That is like, that would just be a fucked up thing. I think, you know, like we're okay. I made a hundred bucks. Here's, you know, 50 bucks for each band. No, fuck that shit. You guys are getting more money than me. You guys like, I don't want to disclose numbers, but basically what I did was I divided it into like a, a pretty, uh, you know, round number for the bands Mm -hmm. and took what was left. So you guys all got uh, like seven bucks more than I did, you know? (laughs) No, but it's it's good. I mean, it it proves that you're standing behind what you say is the bands come first. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been my whole, uh, that's been my whole outlook on, on booking shows is like, I know what it's like to be in a band. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what it's like to go play for, you know, play a show and not make any money and you're right. just driving out there and all you're getting is exposure. <laughs> you're getting exposure. We and got enough exposure. You know, and, and, well, you know, some people, uh, some people will tell you that, you, you know, you can die from exposure. This is true. So, uh, you know, I don't want, I'd rather you guys have money than exposure. And, uh, you know, if, if I can... You know, if we make enough money and I can pay the bands, we're paying the bands. That's the important thing for me is just making sure, you know, you guys have money to go into your band fund or like, you know, when Jackknife was here, it's like, no, you guys are getting paid because I want to make sure you can get home. Right. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, like a Janie Crash and the Tallman or Wyatt Coin or like, you know, I got THC coming up in in, uh, February. Like, you know, you guys are driving two hours to get here. You're at least getting gas money. Right. Like I, that is my main goal. Even though we had the one night where, uh, you know, we had unexpected expenses and couldn't pay the bands as much as we would normally pay them. Hmm. Uh, and I still managed to give, uh, I don't know if it was Janie crash or Wyatt coin, but one of the, one of the two of them were playing and we made sure they got gas money to get home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, okay, we're going to give you what we can. And you know, we took a, you know, we took a bath on it. We didn't make any money. Yeah. You know, we walked out the door with nothing, but we made sure the bands got money. Right. 
but no, I mean, it, it's good. And I, I definitely speak for X and Priory because we've been a part of so many of them. But, uh, you know, I mean, other bands who haven't worked with All Western New York Radio, you know, give them a shot because they're definitely going to make it worth it. We do our best, man. We, we try to uh, accommodate everybody. We try to, you know, work around schedules and make sure everybody gets the time slots they want. And, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully, uh, you know, and, and hopefully make it work for everybody. And uh, hopefully things run on time and things run smoothly. Sometimes yeah. they don't. But when they don't, you know, we make sure that we're uh, at least, you know, trying to uh, make sure everybody knows what's going on. Uh, and, and you know, it, it's it's definitely, uh, we try to make it an enjoyable uh, experience for everybody involved. Oh, yeah. And everybody is involved, too. That's the, the cool part about it. You know, I mean, they're s- small, intimate shows with a limited number of bands. The bands that are involved always promote, you guys promote the shit out of it. And turn the bands promote the shit out of it, just mm-hmm. keeping the buzz up for all the shows, trying to get as many people out as we can. And it's uh it's just an all around good experience. I appreciate the bands for for all the effort they put in to promote too. That's uh, been something I've been uh, you know very thankful for uh, with the bands that we've had, especially you guys, man. You guys are always oh stop. You guys are always like right on top of everything. I see each and every one of you sharing every <laughs> little thing we do. That's the way it should be, man. And, and yeah, absolutely. And like, we hadn't announced bands for this uh, All West New York Saves Christmas thing. We just put up a we put up a, a teaser, mm-hmm. uh, which was just the uh, the flyer with the All WNY Saves Christmas Christmas tree and the uh, details of when the show is and yeah. you know the admission and whatever. Mm. Um, and Mindy Davy shared that as soon as it went up, mm-hmm. like she wasn't tagged in it. She like we hadn't announced her for the show yet. She shared it as soon as it went up, yeah. and uh, like we we literally just announced her an hour ago. Right. Um, I mean that's that's how it should be though. I mean it's it's all regardless of whatever genre you are. You know. I mean the the scene is a family, so it it should be spread that way. And uh, I mean, kind of adding to that a little bit. Um, with the All West New York Radio thing, it's not just, like you were saying, you're trying to get shows that are all punk or all metal, but usually it's not like that. You know, no, there's I, a, a I, general I like... mix, and there's a lot of, like, we've made a lot of good connections through the shows that you've put on, like Janie Crash and the Tall Men, we got really tight with them. <laughs> Janie Crash and the Tall Men, I love them, yeah. because you can stick them anywhere, right? and they will they will fit in. Yeah. They, you know, we, we had them, uh, they played after Final Decline at uh, at the Halloween show. They did. And uh, and and right before uh, Avid, uh, so they were in between a thrash metal band and a pop punk band, and right. they're this acoustic act. Uh, you know, <laughs> they they call themselves two old people doing an acoustic show. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, but we put them at we put them in between a, a thrash metal band and a pop punk band, and it worked. Yeah, it Karina a couple of weeks before had them on a charity show. They did. Uh, they played right after a death metal band. Yeah, and it worked. And, and I just love them because we can stick them anywhere on a show, mm-hmm. on any on any night with any bands, and they will still, uh, you know, tear the house down. Yellow Sauce too. Yeah, Yellow. And and by the way, thank you to Yellow Sauce because we didn't get to do this last week. Thank you to Yellow Sauce. For just stepping right up and taking in when we lost a band at the last possible second. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, and and you know bringing Bob Paul and uh, bringing the <laughs> bringing the fun to the show and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of connections, there's another one because uh, our guitar player Luke is 
kind of pseudo playing drums for them. For I, the I saw game, a video so. of him behind the kit uh, yeah. with them, so, so. Uh, that'll be uh, that'll be fun. The, uh, the yellow sauce family runs deep, man. It does, it <laughs> does, it does. Uh, all right, so uh, this is a band uh, out of Buffalo, and uh, well, they've got a show coming up uh, Thursday, November thirtieth. That's next Thursday uh, at Tudor Lounge at seven thirty p.m. The two door. The two door. <laughs> uh, and this is a band called Coffin Hook. Yeah. Uh, and this song called Sleeping Beauty on all WNY radio, the Think So Joe Show. Come on. You can do it. Here it comes. Should I leave the room? <laughs> When you're down in your 
Coffin Hook. Chris Bembenek at his best. Oh, WNY Radio, the Think So Jojo. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, I'm going to give you a little more volume. I don't want any more volume. You're going to get a little more volume. I'm a bass player. They always tell me to turn down. Yeah, well, here you're not a bass player. Actually, here. surprisingly enough, I, uh, I'm the only one in the band who doesn't touch my volume on my amp. Everybody <laughs> else is always going up and down. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so this has been a pretty good show so far. You were just telling me in between songs you, you, yeah. you come here with topics. I and, have and them you... throughout the course of the day, like a, a thought will pop in my head and be like, well, you know what? Save that topic <laughs> in the back of your head. I do we'll the talk same about thing about it though. on Joe's show tonight. And then I get here and it's just like, I, die, you. I, I do, got I, up this morning. I do the same thing though. Like, I, I literally, like, like I'll be in the shower the night before and I'll be like, ah, hey, this is an idea for a topic for the show. Right. And then, like, I get in here and I'm like, I, I was going to talk about something, but I forget what the fuck it yeah. was. Well, I mean, you even said write down notes. So that wouldn't even help because I would read what I had written down and then just completely forgot what I was thinking about it. Right. <laughs> you know, just those errant moments like my fucking Facebook post from earlier this morning when I tried to adjust the heat in my truck by turning down the volume on my radio. That That worked out well. Usually does. Yeah. No. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> and I was just like, hey, here's an opportunity to ask Dan if he's going to be on the show right. since Brian's not going to be on the show. Right. Uh, just, you know, Brian had uh, other obligations tonight, so more power to him. <laughs> Whatever works, man, you know. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's just more evidence of the fact that people think we're the same person. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are running on the treadmill together. Yep. <laughs> power of the studio. Same treadmill, opposite directions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then you guys just give up and sit down. Right. Split a Twinkie. <laughs> Start talking about gear. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got enough of it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, anybody that's looking for base cabinets, get a hold of me. I have a plethora. Ooh, big word. Yeah, plethora. 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 <laughs> yeah, I currently have a... Uh, I'm debating on whether or not I want to let go of my 115 or my 210, but one of those can go to a new home. I got a 410 and a uh, a 115-28, if anybody's looking for that. There you go. Yeah, I just you, I got to clear out my room. There's something to tell you. You can use this as a forum to sell your gear. There you go. Your wife will be very happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Probably not, because she'll see the space in the room, and then something else will fill it. Gotcha. So, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll give the excuse that I usually do. Well, no, those other three pieces were a stepping stone to get to this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's walking around Guitar Center last week, and he's, like, <laughs> looking at all these guitars, and he's like, he's like, my wife is going to kill me, my wife is going to kill me, my wife is going to kill me. And then he buys this $500 guitar with case, and he's like, cool, I got enough time to get home and hide this behind some other gear so she just <laughs> thinks it's already always been there. For the record, <laughs> the guitar was 350 Not and Karina's listening. She said she's interested in a bass cab. Oh, yeah? Yes. All right. <laughs> Karina, to answer your earlier question I just asked them, we'll find out. We'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they'll be okay with it. Uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta, gotta give a shout-out to Karina for... Uh, Inspiring the show and doing a ton of the work and getting a lot of the bands uh, involved and uh, you know coming up with the ideas for things to uh, to do uh, as far as you know the whole uh, all WNY saves Christmas the you know the name was her idea and everything she's just 
Karina's the shit, man. Oh yeah, she's the best. Yeah, she's she's the best, and I I got to you know we're we're gonna we're actually gonna hang out on Tuesday because I have a random Tuesday night off. I don't because <laughs> it was on a Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, you know they they fired the one kid from work. I don't know if I talked about that on the air. Yeah, I think I did. Uh, where this fucking kid like call you know called in the one day and then no showed later on in the week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they fired him, and now there's four of us, and one of us had already planned a vacation for next weekend. So guess who's working on a Friday and off on a Tuesday? Eh, well, you know, shit happens. I actually got a four day weekend. Ooh, if I fancy. want it, I might go in Saturday. I'm yeah. not sure yet. Oh man, all you people with your four day weekends, man. Well, it wasn't planned, but uh, I had the time to burn anyways, and it's kind of an early load in for sure. the show on Friday. So I was like, right. well, I might not rush around. <laughs> She's blushing, by Aww. the way. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I mean, especially because I'm going to be in like a food coma from Thanksgiving, so right. I don't feel like rushing around on a Friday. I, I'm uh, I'm working Thanksgiving. I'm working. I'm probably going to work Christmas. Uh, and I, I told my boss, you know, I said, I, I got no problem working Thanksgiving. I got no problem working Christmas, but if you want me here on New Year's Eve, you have to kill me, stuff me and prop me up at the front desk. And if you decide to go that route, I do know a good taxidermist. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I actually, and that's, that's absolutely true. I do know a good taxidermist. Well, let's see. <laughs> we're looking, we're almost early December. So if I develop a really serious meth habit between now and New Year's <laughs> Eve and get laser vision correction, but get the meth to drop like a good 110, 150 okay. pounds, I could play you for New Year's Eve. Yeah, but the problem is you need to be in the same place as me on New Year's Eve. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I could play you and then play me. Sure. You know, so you could, you so, could uh, so theoretically the- work. Theoretically, I just play bass in XM Priory. Yep. And, and you work the front desk at the like hotel. Like it was originally supposed to be. Like it was originally <laughs> supposed to be, yes. This is a true story. Uh, so after after all this time, after a year or so, I, I finally got to actually be a part of XM Priory <laughs> doing a Think So Brain song. There you go. The fucking roots run deep, is it, man. <laughs> isn't it a cover when three-fifths of the band were in the original band? I don't know. <laughs> because it was, you guys have it posted as a cover. I think at that point it's more of like a tribute. Sure, which I which I thought was uh, kind of the idea. Like, hey, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's let's. It's my birthday. Let's celebrate me a little bit and my uh, early contributions to the uh, right. Buffalo music scene. There you go. Well, uh, I think we had a. I didn't have a fucking say. I didn't even actually know it was going to be posted. But uh, I think we did it as a cover because it's not one of our original tunes. Makes sense. So. Yeah. So like when when Vanilla Ice did uh, "Too Cold," he, the 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 metal uh, variant of "Ice Ice Baby." Oh yeah, yeah. I, the, the, I the, about he, that. that that just like clicked in his brain. Like <laughs> he's sitting here looking at me, like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So like I I was debating people whether that was a cover or a uh, a re a, a remake. Well, see again, you got only one original member of the group. Right. So now is this a, but, but, but in this case, it's the original vocalist. True, but completely different genre style, I guess. Yes. So I don't. So uh, is it, is it a cover or a remake? If anybody's listening and wants to chime in at, uh, at Twitter at Think So Joe Show or shoot me a message, 
uh, or if you're listening on the podcast and want to ask us later or, or, or give us your opinion later, Vanilla Ice Too Cold, is that a cover or is it a remake of Ice Ice Baby? And there's another plane. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a remake. All right. I'm... Uh, I I I think originally my thought was a cover, uh, but but yeah, it, it would be a remake. I would yeah, think. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go only because uh, it was the original vocalist. I'm gonna have to go with a remake. Sure. And it was a completely different stylistically. It was completely different. Now with yours, it was not the original vocalist, but the original guitar player was still there, and it was stylistically the same. Original guitar players and drummer. Yes. Well, he wasn't the original, original drummer, but he was the one that was on the recording. Yeah. So, but stylistically, it was the same. So I'm going to have to go with a cover on that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let us know your thoughts. Message me, facebook.com slash thinksojoe, or tweet me at thinksojoeshow. There you go. Let us know your thoughts. Let us, let us, and and send us your thoughts and prayers and hugs. Hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Ah... Yeah. And 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 your reasons for being vegan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, yeah. So we're we're uh, we're revealing uh, as we go on the uh, bands that are going to be uh, performing with us on uh, December the sixteenth at uh, Mr. Good Bar upstairs in the attic there, yes, uh, as part of All WNY Saves Christmas. Uh, and I'm waiting, uh, the, the next two bands I'm, I'm going to, uh, we're going to temporarily announce them. We're going to tentatively announce them because we just, uh, it's just a formality at this point. We have to get them approved by the venue, but I don't think it's going to be an issue. So at this point we're going to soft pitch them? Uh, pretty much. We're, 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 we're going to say they're on the show because I don't think it's going to underhand softball pitch because I've never had the venue reject anybody that I've, uh, asked to have play there. And I don't think these two are going to be any exception. So we're, we're going to announce one of them right now is a, a band called Cardboard Homestead, another acoustic punk act. Go on. Uh, who are, uh, I, I saw them at the uh, Food Not Bombs uh, vegan food drive that Karina did a couple of months ago. Okay. Uh, and right when they went on stage, I was standing with Karina and she says, these guys are fucking awesome. You're going to love them. And as soon as they came off stage, I went up to uh, Ian, their singer, and I said, Hey, dude, I got this show in, uh, on April 14th at Good Bar. I'd like you guys to be on. Here's my business card. Get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the next thing I know, I get, you know, I get a message like, yeah, we're in for April 14th. Uh, and Karina reached out to them today, and they're going to be uh, performing uh, on December 16th with us for All WNY Saves Christmas. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I, like I said, I'm just kind of... You know, I'm announcing these. I'm just, I'm expecting the venue to approve. So we're, we're just, uh, in fact, I'm going to check my email real quick. Nope, I haven't heard back from them. So, <laughs> well, well, there's no reason why the venue should not approve them. No, I mean, like, and and you've seen some of the bands that we've had play at Good Bar. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, it's not like a satanic metal band where they're going to be sacrificing live animals on stage. Right. I mean, and that's know, so. you know, that's that's their concern. Is uh, you know, I think uh, I think they're more concerned about their equipment because they don't want rap and they don't want metal and those are genres where generally the singer is cupping the microphone true uh and i i, th- I think that would be the reason that's 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 my take on it anyway yeah. and uh you know with with a front man who's playing a guitar you don't have to worry about that usually not usually the hands <laughs> are kind of busy yeah 
So, uh, yeah, I, I don't anticipate uh, them or the uh, other band that uh, we just uh, talked to. I don't anticipate either one of them getting rejected by the venue. So I think it's safe to say that these are going to be the uh, uh, official bands uh, once the flyer officially comes out, which should be probably tonight, I'd imagine. Well, those are the bands that are showing up, so... Those are the bands, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. And, uh, no, and, we're not that band that you said no to. We're we're another band. We're a new band. Yeah, we're called not that band. <laughs> well, we we we're we're uh, we're dumpster homestead. We're the Lone Rangers. <laughs> yeah, the Lone Rangers. <laughs> How can you be the Lone Rangers? There's there's three of you. There's three of you. You're not exactly alone. <laughs> ah. Hey, you know, uh, Voodoo has a uh, a sale right now on uh, on movies. They got a Thanksgiving week sale, and I just picked up uh, uh, Wayne's World one and two nice. for ten bucks for the two of them. Nice, ten bucks for the two of them. I I, I already own them on DVD. I've had them on Blu-ray, but my ex took those. Uh, so I'm like, you know, for ten bucks for both movies in high def, and I can watch them literally anywhere. Yeah, fuck! I'm paying ten bucks and buying both Wayne's World movies. There you go. That's a, that is a must-have in my collection. Speaking of a, a throwback, while I was getting a coffee on the way here, I uh, switched from my Barksdale CD to local terrestrial radio just to see what's going on because they're having sure. a long '90s weekend. Okay. And '90s is a nice genre to choose from. Sure. Know? So I uh, I gotta confess, I totally rocked the shit out of Alanis Morissette. So you ought to know the way up here. <laughs> Like, I, windows down, singing along, rocked the fucking shit out of it. I literally, like, yesterday morning texted Karina. I said, is it weird that I I'm I have Alanis Morissette's greatest hits, but I always skip through any of the songs that are not on Jagged Little Pill, which I also own? <laughs> right. I hear you. Then she called me a dork and... Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was literally doing that at the time because I had, you know, I got the random album shuffle and the, uh, the greatest hits came on and I'm just skipping through like anything that's not on Jagged Little Pill. Right. And I'm like, I might as well just listen to Jagged Little Pill at this point. Yeah. Because. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, a, I'd rock the fucking shit out of that. Dude, I love Alanis Morissette, man. And I think anybody that came up in the eighties or the nineties loved Alanis Morissette. I mean, my basis is going to be cause there's a funky ass bass line in that song, but yeah, no, it's just one of those songs you got to crank. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah. one in uh Republic is ready to go. Gotta do oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to uh jackknife stiletto on the way home this morning. Their cover of uh, Wannabe yep. from the Spice Girls. just That's happened, too. Yeah. It is kind of funny to see a big bearded man in a beat-up Chevy truck. <laughs> People don't know that there's four 12s under the back seat just fucking rocking. It's, it's I'm sitting, dude. I'm sitting in the on the bus and I'm listening. And I got my headphones on and I'm just sitting there and like you know doing little dance moves and shit, trying to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I was at work last week and I'm sitting with my coworker. It was. Uh, it must have, it had to be Wednesday because we, it seemed like we were sitting back there forever. Um, and, and so I'm like, we're doing these, uh, like try not to sing along challenges okay. with like classic rock songs and the, and the challenges you can't sing along and you can't like, you know, bob your head or tap your foot or anything like that. And I'm doing so well at these, but as soon as Jackknife Stiletto's cover of Wannabe comes on, it's like, yeah, now, see, <laughs> if you want to be my challenge. I would fail that <laughs> challenge because the, uh. Normally at work, I walk around with my headphones on anyways, just listening to my own music. Yeah. But if I don't, they have 
terrestrial classic rock on and just every now and then there's one part of one chorus that i just can't help but fucking scream at the top of my lungs at a shop oh, i was doing uh i was doing um like classic rock and then i was doing like you know metal okay. and uh like the one metal one i'm just like they're showing the videos as they're playing the songs and like in this moment was on there i'm like i'm not gonna sing along and i'm not gonna headbang but i will sit here and oh, stare at, Mar- at maria at maria brink i forgot to buy those tickets now, let me tell you this i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of upset because uh, in this moment is coming with New Year's Day yeah. and fucking what POD, right? Yeah. I was like, actually going to tag you on that, but I assumed you uh, had seen it already. I saw it and I tagged Scott and I'm like, I need tickets. Yeah. And then I realized what the date is. The date is February 10th. Day after Manson. It's, it's February 10th and I'm like, damn, I have a show that night. You sure do. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can skip, I, I can skip the show. Scott can handle it. I'll go to fucking see in this moment. And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, I've got THC. And I've got the Dreadnecks. <laughs> Shut up, I'm like, bitch. And I've got uh, 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 whoever the you know whoever else is on the Scarecrow okay. show. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you know what? I can't miss that show. I'll catch in this moment again. They'll be around. Well, I guess it's a good thing I haven't bought tickets yet. Now I seriously got a debate. On now you got a debate, right? You got a debate. I was like, I, you know, I was leaning towards. I don't have to be at every All West New York show, even though I'm booking them. Scott knows what I want. Scott knows how to handle paying the bands, and Scott will take care of everything. But that's a and, heavy hidden fucking bill. But but with the Scarecrow show and THC and the Dreadnecks, it's like, you know, I, I think I should probably go to this one. Yeah. I, I, I just. But on think, the other hand, I've seen all three of those bands. Sure. That I haven't seen in this moment or New Year's Day or POD. Sure. So. I don't know. And, and and I was telling uh, I was. Actually, telling Karina the story of why I really should go see New Year's Day. Oh yeah, with the because I've met yep. Ash Costello and that's true. Yeah, like she was she, like New Year's Day literally walked into my life, <laughs> I, and and I had no idea. I never heard of them before, and they walked into the hotel, and I I found out who they were, and I'm like, holy shit, they're not bad. And then I got like the Revolver magazine subscription with the 25 hottest chicks in hard rock and heavy metal, and. Hey, look, number three is that chick that was just in the hotel two days ago. Right. No, she's a good-looking woman. <laughs> uh-huh. But their music is good, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I, I dig them. I, lo- I love In This Moment, and I, yeah. I I used to dig P.O.D. back in the day, too. So, I mean, for, for that show, I'm like, I need to go to this show. And then I'm, like, looking at the date, and I'm like, fuck. Right. And, and just, you know... Hey, Dreadnecks and and uh, and and Scarecrow Show and THC. This is how much I like you guys. I'm missing three bands that I really want to see to go see you guys, and mm. and, and be there for your show that I that I booked. <laughs> that I'm just like maybe I could skip, but no, I I I'll be there. <laughs> well, that's on that's what like a Saturday. It's Saturday, yeah. So why don't you? All West New York Radio put on like a matinee. Could do that. And then we can just fucking party on down to the rapids. And it would open up stamps for the for the uh, <laughs> for for the evening. And Greg Burke can put on a show with uh, thirty five bands or something. <laughs> See, there we go. We're love we're you, thinking. Greg. <laughs> we are thinking. So yeah, All West New York Radio nah. can put on a matinee. Nah, I think I'm. Come on. Nah. Come on! Nah, all the bands already know it's uh, you know it's eight o'clock show or whatever whatever the fuck. You know? All right. 
Yeah. Oh, now you gotta have me seriously yeah, man. my fucking. It's a. It is a tough choice. God damn it! It, it shouldn't a... be a tough choice. It the, should not be a tough choice. The local choice. musician in me should be like, no, you have to go to the local show. But uh, dude, but the fucking little kid in me that's like, oh my god, you haven't seen these bands before, and they're in your hometown. But the promoter in me who is promoting this show is like debating. That's so, a sweet so fire, I, I get you. This is the yeah that was that's what I was looking for. Yeah. This is uh this is before we had to swap out a band, but uh, this is the uh, intended flyer that, I'm yeah. showing you here. Yeah, I like that. It looks like stickers. That's that's the yeah. whole plan. I wanted to make it kind of look like my table here. I like it. So like the duct tape, we got the like label maker kind of thing yeah. up on top. I, I really wanted to do something cool for that. That's uh, and I think, but I, I really like how I'm doing flyers now, where I did the New Year's Eve one with mm-hmm. the champagne glass and the yep. the uh, the saves Christmas one with the Christmas tree in the middle, yep. because then it's just like, well, now I can release this flyer without having any bands on it, right? And it's still a full flyer. Yeah. The only thing is, there's space on the sides for the bands, mm-hmm. and I like doing that. And I think, uh, I mean, I've literally just announced every single show between now and June. Yeah. Uh, so uh, teasers are irrelevant at this point but well, i, I like being a, able to do the teasers. my favorite flyer that you've done to this date is still the uh the back piece on the vest oh that yeah that was a good one yeah. and i made like I, you have to really look at it because i actually made it look like those were actual patches yeah no that's what i liked about it too. yeah so i i put a lot of work into that one that was a good time yeah i don't know man i did that new year's one with the champagne glass and like the gold uh you know the the gold gradients across the logo and across the champagne. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I really liked how that came out. So it was like, and it was the first one that I did in, uh, in, in Adobe illustrator because I, I was always using Photoshop or, and before I got Photoshop, I was using GIMP, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is like, you know, a free version of Photoshop where thing, but things are like way different. Gotcha. They're the same, but they're different, yeah. you know? And, and so effects will come out differently and things like that. So, uh, when I, when I finally got illustrator and started learning how to use illustrator, it's like this, I'm using this for flyers from now on. Right. And because I can, I can get clip art and I can modify the clip art and things like that. Cause I know where to get like free, you know, royalty free clip art where I'm not going to get any shit for using like the champagne glass or the Christmas tree or anything right. like that. So I, you know, I, I like using an illustrator for that because I can modify those things. And I can, you know, manipulate them to look exactly how I want and do something cool like the gold, you know, the gold on the on the New Year's flyer. You know, and it's it's so much easier to to work with for me. And I, I really uh, so I, I'm liking the way that I've been doing the flyers. And I did that one that I just showed you. I did that in Illustrator, too, uh, where that was just an idea of like. The the main idea was uh, and and I, and I'll be releasing that flyer as soon as I confirm whatever the last band is going to be, uh, but the idea was um, like those old label makers from the eighties, mm-hmm. you know that we you know my my grandfather had one. We used to label our cassette tapes with those, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and mixtape eighty five. Yeah, no, that, no, I mean I'm talking like uh, video cassettes where we'd like. We'd order the wrestling pay-per-views, we'd tape them, and you just... Yeah, you see, know. you said that W word that I don't know. Uh, about. W word. Yeah. I'm wearing a DX t-shirt. He has no idea what that is. Uh, <laughs> that I vaguely have an idea, yeah. but still. Wearing a DX t-shirt, you know, I can tell him I got two words for him. He won't know what they are. 
Ah, yeah, he yeah, got it. See? He he did the crotch chop. See, I know a little <laughs> bit. He knows a little. All I know right. A little bit about All a right. lot. You got uh, you got me and uh, you got me and Nick to deal with and, and Brian to a lesser extent. Yeah. <laughs> and Anth. Uh so the plan was uh, Grant was supposed to attack me as soon as I handed Nick his guitar back. Mm. And it's like, dude, no, that stage is way too small. <laughs> yeah, I said, somebody would die. I said, let me hand him the guitar back and I'll get off stage. And then you attack me as soon as I get off stage. He's like, cool, man. Awesome. Then he missed his cue. <laughs> and so we're like jamming out to XM Priory. He just comes up to me and he's like, I'll get you during my set. <laughs> and of course, you know, the thing about when I know Grant is going to attack me, I don't know when it's coming. <laughs> I always expect it, no matter, like, whether whether I know it's coming or not, I always expect it. Well, even but if I, you're in the crowd watching a Dreadneck show and yeah. Grant jumps off stage, you should assume that you're somehow going to get molested in some Well, I mean, way. you've probably seen me take uh, quite a few Stone Cold Stunners from Grant, uh, yeah. which is what he did at this show. He hit me with a Stone Cold Stunner. So I'm laying on the floor at Mohawk Place... <laughs> And I know he's still going at it with Nick. And I'm trying to just lay there like I'm unconscious, but I'm also trying to see what's going on. So I'm watching what's going on, laying on the floor, and I see Grant just come off the stage, do it like a flying crossbody on Nick. And I'm just trying not to get landed on at this point. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm also trying not to move. So I'm like moving ever so slightly, like trying to avoid getting kicked or anything on, on Grant's way down or Nick's way down. And then I saw Nick uh, hit Grant with a stunner and it's like, the song ended. It's like, okay, I can, I can get up off the floor now. <laughs> and then I was covered in glitter because Grant threw fucking glitter at me. <laughs> well, it's better than being covered in beer. This is true, which also would not be the first time at a Dreadneck show. Yeah, that was the Evening Star, right? Uh, Evening Star, and it's happened in Mohawk. Oh, has it? Yeah, I, I've, I've taken that. Uh, we, we've run that spot a couple of times. We did Tudor. Uh, uh, Dreadnecks were playing at Tudor Lounge, and Grant hit me with, uh, Grant hit me with a Stone Cold Stunner, and then later on in the night, I hit him with the uh, with the rocks finishing move, the rock bottom. And uh, you know, some lady comes up to us and she's like, "Hey, uh, did you guys plan to do that?" <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Kinda, <laughs> sort of. Those of us that don't know fucking wrestling moves, that just sounds like drinks. <laughs> right, sure. It's like you walk up to a bar and yeah, let me get order a rock a, bottom. Order a rock bottom and yeah. a stone cold stunner. Yeah. You ever, you ever see the video of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about mixed drinks? Are you serious? There's you this just ask me that fucking question? There's this video of Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. It's a, it's gone viral. It's nothing to do with wrestling. It's just It just happens to be Stone Cold Steve Austin who happened to be a wrestler. Okay. But they're asking him about all these mixed drinks. And he's like, he's like, a sex on the beach. A sex on the beach. When you have sex on the beach, you get sand up in your crevices. I don't want no sex on the beach. <laughs> Give me a real drink. Give me a beer. <laughs> Sounds like an Uncle Rob thing. Those videos crack me up. <laughs> they were trying to... Have you seen the one with fucking Uncle Rob teaches you how to play Photograph by Nickelback on an acoustic guitar? No. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I bet. Fill the sound hole of your guitar with gasoline. <laughs> Then take one of these hand warmers and put it in the sound hole and walk away. We're gonna talk. We're we're gonna talk about the Creed thing I was telling you about <laughs> after the song. Skinner, <laughs> like a real man. Yeah. All right. Let me. Uh, what are you trying to find now? 
I gotta find the I gotta find the next band. You should have already had your shit. Yeah, I know man. I should have. But I woke up. I got out of bed at like four, Aww. and I'm like, I gotta clean up after the cats, so the house looks halfway decent. Aww. And then it's like, fuck, man, I've got no Pepsi. I need to go to the store. And then I'm like, I don't know what time Dan's getting here though. <laughs> so fuck it. I guess I'm drinking water. <laughs> Could have gone there, man. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> if you weren't sitting on the porch, I just would have texted you, and then you know, whenever you answer, I would have walked in the house. Right. There we go. I found them. All right. So this is a band out of uh, Rochester. Rochacha. Rochacha. Yes. Ooh. And looks interesting. I've never oh, heard of these guys before. I love these guys. They are a Celtic punk band. Really. Uh huh. I'm trying to get them on one of the upcoming shows. Interesting. Uh, I've asked them before, but I, it's always you know you get their manager replying to you. And uh, it's always something like uh, the first time I tried to book them, it's like we're literally leaving to go on tour two days before, mm. and this time they're uh, apparently they're they're going to be on a cruise with uh, like flogging Molly or something like that. Really? Uh, so I so they're like you know we'll get back to you. We got to figure out what the dates and everything are. Uh, and oh my god, they're so good. Mm. And they were they were. Uh, they were recommended to me by uh, Kickstart Rumble. Really? Uh, when we originally booked Kickstart Rumble back in April, uh, which uh, they didn't end up playing that show, but uh, they rec- no, actually, when we were booking them the show with you guys, okay, uh, I was like, okay, you know, what bands do you want to play with, and we'll we'll try and make that happen. And one of them was uh, Lower Town Trio, who ended up getting the spot, mm-hmm. uh, and the other one was this band. They're called 1916. Uh, they are out of uh, Rochester. And uh, this song is called Foggy Dew on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show.
listen to a song and you're like man that song was way too was way too short yeah i wish that song was longer yes sir but i can officially tell you that i am a new fan of 1960 they are just awesome i i become a fan i became a fan of them the first time i heard them uh you know thanks to uh uh kickstart rumble for uh sharing them with me trying to get them booked on some shows and all that you know <laughs> they're doing some cra- they're doing some cool stuff man so uh kudos to them i like it yeah for sure um so we were talking about creed before we came on the show uh no you were talking about creed oh no you were trying to get my alexa to play creed well it's only cuz it's, it's still funny. muted thankfully <laughs> <laughs> i got a I, somebody had texted me earlier and she says uh you know we're talking about the we're talking about the uh you know the echoes with the with the uh, you know ask Alexa shit you know and she goes um she's got uh you know she's got she's got one but she doesn't let her grandma plug it in because it's she's worried that it's going to record everything she says and everything you know whatever and uh, so I'm like you know and she said when she first got it she used to uh tell it to play disturbed and creed just because she thought it was funny and I said you'll never get mine to play creed and then I was like, Alexa, don't ever play Creed, ever. <laughs> Shuffling songs by Creed. Of course. Like, Alexa, stop! Stop what you're doing. Stop! It's a idea. Stop. Stop. You know, and so it stops, and I'm like, Alexa, go to hell. And it's like, well, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> well, you know. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have an Alexa. I like it, man. I like it. I don't use it that often anymore, but like, I like it. Uh, but I, the reason we got into that conversation was because I was telling I was telling her that I don't think this has ever given me an accurate weather report. I don't even think the weather report app on my phone gives me a weather accurate weather report. That's true. I had uh, I had that one that everybody's got that like just gives you funny uh, weather analysis. Oh yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like it's fucking cold outside or what the fuck ever. Right. Know? 
and uh, just get a coat, motherfucker. Yeah, and it was like, oh, you know what? It's it's uh, like, yeah, it's funny and all, but it's taking up battery and it's inaccurate. Right. So I just went back to the default one on my phone. My phone is off by a minute, by the way. My clock on my, my phone. wife's phone was like it was weird. There, there was not a a clock in the house that had the exact time. Well, this is how I realized this is I was at uh, I was at work when I first came back, and none of the clocks at work had the same time. My phone said one time, and my coworker's phone, who's also on Cricket, mm. said it said a different time. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I always assumed it pulled it off the satellite. Right. You know, and then I assumed that my wife just didn't know how to tell time, and I never knew that about her, because I'd ask her what the time was, and it would be, let's say, uh, let's say it's like 17 minutes after 5 o'clock. You know, so I'd ask her what time it is, and she'd say 5.30. You know, it's like, so do you just tell time in 30-minute increments? You know, <laughs> Sure, why not? All the time this shit happened. Yeah. You know, so do you just round up to, like, the nearest half hour? And I picked up her phone the one day, and I was like, holy shit, it's actually off. Like, fucking 13 minutes. Damn. Yeah, and then I found out that you can go in there and man- manip- yeah, manually manipulate it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just assumed it pulled it off the satellite. Right, and and, that, and that's what we assumed, too. And we're on the same network. We're standing in the same sp- the same spot. Yeah. And his his says, like, say, you know, it's 741 right now. His says 741. Mine says 742. Yeah. And and the reason I figured out that it was mine that was off was we did uh, we synced the uh, we synced the clocks on the computers at work to the Microsoft server, okay, which was the same time that he had on his phone. Gotcha. And so it's like, well, what the fuck? Why is mine off by a minute? <laughs> I still don't know. Right. So I'm still like, every time I look at my phone, I got to assume that it's a minute earlier. Yeah. No, it was just which the- is helpful for catching buses and shit. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, I'm running late. Yeah. And I'm rushing to catch a bus that's, like, still two minutes away, you know? <laughs> uh, that was, like, a hot topic conversation in my house for, like, three months that my wife didn't know how to tell time. Yeah, right. You know, she's like, it's your phone that's off. I was like, no, mine's accurate, because when the bell goes off at work, you know, it's exactly that time that it should be on my phone. Because <laughs> in the shop, we live and die by the fucking break bell. But, yeah, it was just, like, for whatever reason, she would only tell time in, like, 30-minute increments. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Did nobody tell you how to read a digital clock? And no, apparently it was just the uh, it was just her phone that was all fucked up. But your wife could your wife can tell time on like the uh, the old style clocks with the hands and the Roman numerals and yeah. shit. But you can't tell time on a digital clock. That, <laughs> that would be that would be a, a weird uh, a weird uh, thing to to be able to tell time on a regular clock and right. not a digital one. <laughs> Every now and then I get flashbacks when I was younger. My uh, stepfather's trying to you know tell us how to re- read time on a, a standard clock. And I had this old Crayola clock. It didn't tick anymore, but you could still set the time on it, you know? Right. So it was kind of like a flashcard thing. He'd, he'd take the clock, set the time, and then show it to me. What time is this, you know? Sure. And we're this close, you know, as far as you and I are away. And if I set it wrong, just whack right on the forehead. <laughs> so every now and then I get flashbacks. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good distance to get whacked on the forehead with yeah. a flashcard. You know? <laughs> but yeah, thanks thanks to my uh, Crayola clock and uh, <laughs> getting whacked on the forehead, I can tell time. Yeah, I it it took me a while to learn how to tell time on an actual clock, but I can do it now. So uh, you know, I, it's still like okay, where's the big hand? Where's the small hand? Which one is the big hand and which one is the small hand? Because it depends on the clock. Sometimes yeah, some it's hard of them to tell. You can't tell. Sometimes sometimes it's hard to tell. So it's, you gotta look, and then like you know, what's weird is clocks. You know, the Roman numeral for four is IV. Mm-hmm. On clocks, a lot of clocks have it as I I I I. 
which is uh, unique to clocks. Yes. By the way, uh, your tidbit of information from this week's Think So Joe. You learn something listening to this show. And knowledge is power. You do learn something listening to this show. <laughs> you know what you're going to learn right now? You're going to learn the identity of the fourth band playing at the All WNY Saves Christmas event. I see what you did there. That yes. was a nice little segue. Ooh, yeah, you set me up for that well. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, and we've got a ska band. Ska? we got a ska band. Really? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Reggie Childs. Reggie Childs. They're going to close out the night for us. Very nice. Uh, and that's, again, pending approval from the venue, which should not be a problem. I, They're going to be the band that's playing at midnight, regardless of whether or not the venue says yay. Right. I, I reached out to a band uh, called Toy Box Brigade, and uh, who have no music available, and like I, I wasn't even sure if they were originals or covers. And I'm like, hey guys, uh, one, I haven't heard any of your music. Two, I don't know if you do originals or covers. But three, I'm looking for an original band for for you know December sixteenth for a charity show. And, right. Uh, you know, and they got back to me, and they were like, hey, you know, it's uh. You know, we really appreciate you reaching out to us. We're we are an original band. We do do some covers. Uh, we don't have any music available right now because we're just waiting for our EP to come out. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, we're putting that. I think they're doing it in in, in January. Uh, but they said they're not taking bookings until February. Uh, they're you know uh, horn section are learning new instruments or something. Horn section. Horn. Yeah, it's a ska band. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so they, uh, they recommended Reggie Childs to us. And, uh, so I reached out to them and, uh, actually I put their, I put their, uh, SoundCloud on earlier and I was listening to that while I was, uh, getting ready for the show. And I'm like, man, you know, these guys are really good. And, uh, and, and I know, uh, Karina loves ska. Ska. So it's like, you know what? Let me see if I can get a ska band. And I, I didn't want to reach for the stars and go for the abrupters. <laughs> uh, because I went to their page and I was like this close to, to to sending them a message and I'm looking at all the shit they're doing like we just got back from France guys like <laughs> well fuck <laughs> I, I I don't know if I want to approach them now because that's probably just a waste of time all they can do is say no Joe I know and, and I will the moon and land them I will I will I would love to have them on a show at some point and I will probably reach out to them at some point and try to get them on a show uh, I've been trying to get the antibodies on a show too which is uh you know are they a, a full band again they're not and that's been the problem that's why I haven't been able to get them uh, so uh, yeah, that happens. but yeah man Reg, Reggie Childs was listening to them earlier and they're just like this chill ska band. Nice. And it's like, holy shit, yes, I want this band on this show. And I reached out to them, and, uh, you know, they were like, well, it depends what time. And I told them what time, and they said, yes, we're in. And, uh, you know, they said the later the better, and Karina said, can they play at 12? And I said, yes. Well, there you go. It Can't works. Much later it works that. out. Now I just got to wait, like I said, uh, for Cardboard Homestead, and, and Reggie Childs were just waiting for uh, the okay from the venue, and then this will be... All officially announced, and all you know, the flyer will be out officially, uh, not just the teaser and all that. Uh, but uh, you know, this is this is shaped up to turn into just a really fucking cool show with uh, with uh, wave the flag, uh, with Mindy Davy, with Cardboard Homestead, with uh, Reggie Childs. It's just gonna be a and the Reverend Reverend Arlo. The Price. Reverend Arlo Price is going to be. Uh, he, you know, he's gonna be just incredible in his role, <laughs> uh, as he always is. 
and uh, I'm really looking forward to this, and I really appreciate all the bands and and uh, and Arlo for for jumping on. Yeah, it sounds and, like it's uh, gonna be a killer time, man. Yeah, and allowing, it's all for a good cause. Allowing us to put this together, yes, for a good cause, and uh, we'll be revealing more about uh, what exactly we're doing with the toys and the money as the uh, show comes up. So keep an eye on the event page if you're looking for it. Just type in "All WNY Saves Christmas" on Facebook, and uh, and you'll find it. What the fuck was that that you just did? I got a, like, I had some saliva go in the back of my throat okay. and I had to swallow. All right. If you, if you must know. It's an old voiceover trick. Swallow so you're not choking on anything. Well, yeah, but there was this weird fucking violent head movement. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Demons were coming out or something. That's always a possibility. Yeah. That is always a pot. Always. Or, always uh, a possibility. Maybe somebody got you wet before I came over and you were Ooh. just going to turn into another cat and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like like gremlins. Yes. Fuck, man. I should bring gremlins to work tonight. You should. Watch fucking gremlins. gremlins. It is it, it is almost Christmas time. I've already watched both Home Alones. Yeah, I don't care for them. I've already watched both Home Alones, so now i got to watch gremlins, i got to watch Die Hard, and i got to watch uh, Polar Express. There you go. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Fight me. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People, there are people, there's two types of people in the world. There's people who think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and there are those who are wrong. This is true. I watched Die Hard for the first time, like, earlier this year. By the way, as part of the Think So Joe show. And he liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I liked, uh, I think there was one of them I didn't like, and I don't remember which one, but I watched all, all of them. The most recent one, I think. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. I. Don't know. I, I <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think it was the most recent one. I think I watched them right after I watched Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, because there was the one with the Nakatomi building. There was the one with the airport. Was the second one. The third yeah. one was the one with Sam Jackson. Right. The fourth one was the one where they're going against the uh, the internet guy in the fucking truck. Right. Right. Takes out a helicopter with a cop car. And That's I right. I never saw the most recent one. Yeah. I didn't have an interest. It's funny because, like, I think Die Hard was, like, literally after I did Jurassic Park, and I didn't like... The only Jurassic Park I liked was was the, the latest one. Yeah. Because I'm like, these are so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so of fucking bad. Park, I just saw a thing on Facebook where Jeff Goldblum has real-time reactions to tattoos of Jeff Goldblum. I saw that, actually. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That was kind of fucking funny. There was one with the... Uh, the uh, fucking uh, Velociraptor. They were sharing a slice of pizza. <laughs> that was funny. I don't think I actually watched. Like I caught like a little bit of it. I didn't sit there and actually watch the whole thing. But like I caught a little bit of it. And it's like oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I had to like it. Jeff Goldblum is a love hate relationship with me. Like it, I hate him until his voice sinks in and then it's just smoothing and a uh, soothing and a comfortable spot. <laughs> you know, I feel safe inside of Jeff Goldblum's voice. <laughs> uh there's a there's a video out there do you are, are you familiar with uh the band psycho stick yes uh you know they have that song bruce campbell yes uh there is a video of bruce campbell reacting to psycho stick nice yeah <laughs> uh which which i thought was really cool it's just like, like he was doing a radio interview and they're like hey uh what do you think of the band psycho stick <laughs> and they start playing the song and <laughs> he's reacting to the uh to the song there. Very nice, very nice. Do they not have music here? This is where there's normally music. I'm but looking I for that. I have to go with a hard no on that. I, I'm looking for the next band. We'll find them. We'll, we'll get their music. <laughs> We've played them before. I know it's out there. We'll do it eventually. 
And yeah, maybe, we got time still. Maybe we got time still. See, just I'm, maybe all four songs will come off the same device. Oh my god. It would it would be the uh, first time with you here. In la- the last show, everything went smoothly except playing an XM Priory song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you guys ended up getting like a song and a half because we played a different yeah, song, we when, a song we, when we fixed it. Because Brian fucked you up. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the song we were playing. He's like, yeah, but we already played most of that song. Right. You're like, oh, okay, that's fair enough. That's all right. You never know what you're going to get with us, man. We can keep you guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so I'm. Uh, we've played this band plenty of times, so I'm sure they've got shit up. Yeah, it's all right. But uh, there you, we go. You they don't do. have a show coming up this Friday, right? This Friday, no. Good. So this Friday, you should come out to Evening Star. This in Friday, Niagara Falls. Oh, well, the you, you know I do have plans for this Friday though. So that's well, not probably... not you specifically, the the people oh, out there. Yes. Okay. So they should come out. Yes, yeah. they. <laughs> I would if I was. Not already booked elsewhere. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't care about us. I love you guys. <laughs> but yeah, you anyway, guys are my family. This Friday, Black Friday. Don't spend your time waiting in line at Walmart to get a TV that you're not going to get anyways. Come on to the Evening Star in Niagara Falls and have a stellar lineup of local rock and roll music. Well, I mean, by the time you get done, you know, getting trampled, well, you could still go to the show. Maybe, but you could be like those crazy people that my mother and my grandmother used to be where they took the entire weekend and went shopping. Like what, they got hotel rooms. Wasn't it Amherst. the Target in Niagara Falls where somebody like got trampled to death like five uh, years ago? I think so. There's usually a shooting in Niagara Falls every year at Walmart. So. Yeah. Everybody be careful on Black Friday. Everybody be careful tonight. Yes. Yeah, especially it, tonight. Because tonight's like one of the biggest drinking nights of the year. Yeah. So they say. So you gotta, you know, just be careful. You know, there's a, my, my cousin posted a thing earlier. It said, uh, Uber and Lyft are a thing in Niagara Falls and Buffalo. There is no reason for anybody to drive home drunk. This is true. At any point, especially this, this Yeah. <laughs> Forgot what the fuck I was going to. Oh, yeah. No reason to drive home drunk at any evening, but especially tonight. I uh, I just uh, saw Tyler Ennis trending on on uh, Twitter of the Buffalo Sabers, and uh, oh okay, he's playing. Or he's not on the Sabers anymore. He's on the uh, Minnesota Wild, and he wow. scored a goal against us. Oh damn! Gotcha. Okay, so that's uh, yeah, that's why Tyler Ennis is trending because he he scored a pretty little goal against us. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he scored against Ocho Cinco. It's okay. He didn't score against Robin Leonard. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. It's uh, Chad Johnson. They call him Ocho Cinco, despite the fact his number is thirty-one, uh, because there is an NFL player, yeah, Chad Johnson, whose number is eighty-five, yeah, and goes by the name Ocho Cinco. Okay. So that's the, that's the joke. I wasn't up on the who's who with this year in hockey, so. <laughs> Just making sure that I was making that connection right. Well, the first, uh, the Sabres had tweeted out, uh, you know, Chad Johnson is going to play in net. And this was, uh, like, very early on this season. Chad Johnson is going to play, going to start in goal tonight. And Ocho Cinco tweets out, I'm ready, put me in, coach. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because my buddy Joey uh, sent out a Facebook thing that said, uh, 
just announced that the Bills head coach has announced the Lewiston Porter senior high school quarterback to start fucking Sunday against the Chiefs. <laughs> Couldn't do any worse than anybody else. Right. <laughs> Man, they, I, 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 I went on Facebook and I'm like, you know, if I was Northtown, I wouldn't sponsor the Bills anymore because nobody wants to associate their cars with getting blown out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get out of here, man. Let's uh, let's play our last song. Let's say yeah. our goodbyes. Don't forget December 16th, all WNY saves Christmas with Kill the Clock, Mindy Davey, and uh, more than likely, Cardboard Homestead and Reggie Childs, uh, hosted by the Reverend Arlo Price. All for a good cause. And Absolutely. but before you do that, go check out XM Priory with God's Children this uh, this Friday night at and the Evening Tokyo Star Monsters. and Tokyo Monsters at the Evening Star in Niagara Falls. So not only do I got like you guys are booking like right before you're booked with me, mm-hmm. Billy Draws Two's booking right before they're booked with me. Tokyo Monsters is booking right before they're booked with me. <laughs> We're all hot commodities, man. The only, the only the only band you can't see in Buffalo before New Year's Eve that's on my New Year's Eve show is Breaking Solace. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to keep the mystery. I guess. All right. Uh, this is Kill the Clock. This is Arachnophobia. And we'll see you next week on the Think So Joe Show. Yeah.